Hi there, I'm a consultant at a marketing agency and I wanted to get your take on how to think about problems differently. There's a lot out there on problem solving methods, but I'm more interested in ways of specifically thinking about challenges. With your background in marketing and the new show, I knew you'd be the right person to ask. Signed, Thinking About Thinking. So welcome to the show. I'm Hanson McCoy. On Reaction Wednesday, we solve creativity and problem-solving related challenges. And so let's dive into this one. And thank you for writing in. So the first thing I would recommend is changing your perspective. We often only look at our problems through our own gaze. That's what we know and what we've experienced in the past. And that can be a challenge because if we only look at problems in one way, then we're only going to come to the same conclusion over and over again. And so changing the way you think about challenges often starts with changing your perspective. This can be done by getting someone else involved. It can be done by visualizing your data. It can be done by using more data. It can be done by taking a break and coming back to it. It can be done by reframing the problem that you're trying to solve and finally, it could be done by changing the method that you're using to solve your challenge. If you're wondering what I mean when I say changing your method, a SWOT analysis and a prioritization metrics can both be used to achieve the same thing. They help you evaluate your options, but they can both lead you to drastically different results. Let's put everything I mentioned here about perspective change into context. So say you're doing market research, right? And you're trying to figure out if a particular activity performed well, say your search engine performance in Google, the performance of your website. Let's say the data that you've collected about the size of your opportunity directly contrasts your business's performance. So you've got one data set that says lots of people are visiting your site from Google and lots of people are interested in your services. And you've got another data set that says less people are purchasing your services from Google. And so if more people are interested, why is performance falling? You could be pretty puzzled because from your perspective, you've got two contrasting pieces of data. In this particular instance, changing your perspective could mean overlaying more data, such as your engagement, your PR, your rankings, your competitor activity. It could mean reaching out to someone who works in a different part of the business to give you a different spin. It could mean visualizing your data. Perhaps there's some seasonality to what you're looking at. Or reframing the question, there could be a specific part of the business that people are visiting without the intent of purchasing. The ability to change your perspective is key to any problem that you might be solving. And so is thinking upstream. Upstream problem solving means focusing on the root cause of an issue rather than its symptoms. An example of failure of downstream response could be a highly valuable team member denying your counter offer and still deciding to move to a competitor agency. We've got to think of upstream problem solving as a direction rather than a destination. So maybe regular catch-ups would have delayed that outcome by three months. Maybe regular training would have delayed that outcome by one year. And maybe if that highly valuable team member was put on a new project, that would have delayed that outcome even further. By making preventative investments, such as company socials, we're often able to forestall more expensive downstream consequences, such as unhappy clients. I'm sure that you can see how making this shift can lead to us making preventions from weeks to decades before something bad actually happens. Upstream problem solving means assessing the low probability but imminently foreseeable risks. And for a deep dive into this topic, please check out episode seven. 
All right, let's carry on. Finally, I'd recommend trying to strip your problem down, make it smaller and make it simple. This is great if your problem feels overwhelming. It's great if your problem feels too vague, maybe undefined. And it's also great if your problem has too much numbers behind it. Maybe it's difficult to get your head around. Sometimes making it smaller is the best place to start. The idea is to think about the smaller issues that make up the larger issue and tackle those instead. For example, I can think of a time where I had to improve the performance of a website that I was working on. And the system that it was made on literally meant that the actual structure of the website couldn't be changed. And so there was a crazy amount of limitation to what I could do. I remember tackling this problem by thinking of what could be done within the website's existing structure and what we could do outside of the website, say brand and PR stuff, to improve the performance of the site. Although the changes that I was able to make weren't as effective as changing the whole structure of the website, they were a step in the right direction and so the client was happy. So those are my favorite ways to change up how I'm thinking about problems. You can let me know yours in the comments below. And to learn more about what we do at Progression Lab, please go to www.progressionlab.co.uk. That's progressionlab.co.uk. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening in. Peace.